Yo, 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 it's your boy DJ Aaron Cornbread, my brother. Hey, this K Kemp. What, what podcast are the people listening to? The A Square Podcast. What up, baby? That's right, this is the A Square Podcast. Your boy DJ Aaron alongside my brother Cornbread. We have a show in store for y'all today. Episode 99 of the A Square Podcast. out of them teens. Yes, sir. We are cl- we are right here, uh, approaching the hundredth episode. Sponsored by Wolf's Main Beard Care Products, and uh, always link is in the description. And uh, don't forget to use that promo code A two P for that ten percent off. Uh, we got a lot to get to today, man. It's gonna be a great show. I promise y'all, uh, this is gonna be a good one. But we will start with the week. Antonio, how was your week, man? What did you do, man? <laughs> All right, let me start this shit off, bro. Cause... Kick this shit off right, bro. All right, so you know me for over 20-something years, bro. Yeah. When it comes to sports, I'll let you say, how, what do you think of me when it comes to sports? How, what's very, my attitude? Very competitive. Okay. Um, And you have a will to win. Every, okay. every, every match, every game, it don't matter if we play in Madden. It don't matter if we really on the court, football field, it don't right. matter, bro. Okay. You, you're you're playing hard every time, bro. And so if I ask that question to let's say a hundred people, a hundred people will say the exact same shit you just said, bro. Yes, sir. So let me tell you about my day. So a couple of days ago, I go to LA Fitness, you know, work out every day, go get get some get some weights up, you know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. And I was in between sets. Low key, I was tired. So I was like, eh, I don't know if I'll do this last set or not, right? So, you know, you just stall and try to get some water. But I see mad people on the court at LA Fitness. So I said, okay, let me go out there um, and sit down. You know, I'm taking a breather anyway. Let me watch a couple, you know, uh, games or something, man. As I go in there and I'm watching, I know my triggers, bro. I feel my blood pressure and, and blood boiling, bro. In my head, everybody in this gym is ass, bro. Ass sauce. Everybody. I don't know what it is, dog. Something's wrong with me, dog. So I left. I said, bro, everybody sucks. I ain't have my basketball shoes. I ain't hooped in like a year and a half because of COVID. And I'm the only person with a mask on. So today, I'm like, man, fuck it, bro. I'm about to get out there, bro. So I go um, a couple days ago. It was about 10 o'clock when everybody was hooping in the morning. Yeah. So me, I'm like, let me get up early so I ain't got to wait a couple games to get on the court. So I got there around 930, put my stuff on, stretch. I'm ready. It's me and one other dude in the gym, bro. I'm I'm getting some shots up. About, a, about 30 minutes, 40 minutes, nobody still shows up. I said, hey, bro, what time everybody start showing up? He was like probably like 11, 1130. I said, what? Bro, I've been in here for almost 40 minutes and I still got to wait an hour. Man, I, I went to go work out and I left. So probably next episode, I'm going to tell y'all how I whooped on these little boys next week, bro. <laughs> All right. I, I can't. I don't know. Something's wrong with me, but they everybody is ass to me, bro. So that's how my week went. Other than that, I'm good. Kicked it. You know, uh, did a couple uh, Cornbread Movie Reviews. Uh, if you get a chance to the listeners out there, go to YouTube, Cornbread Movie Review. Drop an episode a week. Just reviewed uh, Fast 9. That's ass. But you'll see, you'll see my uh, review on that too. <laughs> but uh, how was your week? But they gon' they they got another one coming, so oh, it yeah, don't yeah. even matter, bro. No, I know, and I'm gonna watch it. Don't even matter. I'm gonna watch it. Don't worry. I know. Ain't hey, no problem. Hey, no problem. What's up, bro? Man, my week was great, bro. Uh, honestly, um, 
it it's I I can't even really explain it. It just it, it was a very positive week, and this weekend was magical. So we gonna talk about it all, bro. <laughs> we gonna talk about it all. all right, um, but uh, yeah, this weekend was magical, especially for um for me be, being a, a sports fan. Um, this has definitely been great. But where where you want to start at, bro? What you what you where, where you want um, so to go? So there was breaking news last week as we were recording. Yes, and um, it has to do with Carl Nasib. He was the uh, he's a Raider defensive uh, lineman or defensive end, and he mm-hmm. and he did a video on YouTube, and he said, you know, that he was gay. Um, you know, he's basically living his best life, but he's in the NFL, and it was breaking news actually when we were recording. But I wanted to dig more into it instead of just you know blurting it out there because it is a big deal. Um, so first off, I would like to say you know kudos to him to Carl for even having the courage to step up and say, say, live your truth. Right. Right. One thing I do not like has nothing to do with him is the media headline was first NFL player or first NFL actor, bro. Come on, man. How we forget about Michael Sam, bro. Yeah. But that I think it's different because Michael Sam wasn't active. Like, you know what I'm saying? He was coming in. He was 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 being drafted. So but to me, that's, just be, that's because better. you're because I'll, I'll you're ahead, being no. I was saying but he was being drafted. He even though he was drafted like one of the last picks or whatever the right. case may yep. be, you don't you're not on an active roster. This dude is on an active roster. So I, I the headline is correct. But what you're also saying is it's not like he's the first one to come out as being gay. Correct. So me is what's to me what's harder. To announce that you're gay and then get drafted into the NFL where people are very homophobic and he still got drafted and he still played for the Rams, bro. Yeah, he did. Compared to somebody who I don't know how long he's been in the NFL and then you just come out that you're gay. I never even heard of this dude. That's But that's what I'm saying, though. So, so to me, it's harder for, in my opinion, not to saying that coming out as gay, is that's going to be hard in itself. But I think Michael Sam had a tougher job to live his truth and then to be accepted. So I just didn't like the headline of first NFL active player, or all this stuff. Like, no, we've already seen this before and this right. man is still going through it. But, right. but that's, that's minuscule. My opinion on how I feel about it. But first off, I would like to know your opinion on, you know, what you felt about the news. Uh, I would like to be more educated on, on, um, I, I, I want to word this right because, I want to make sure before I say anything that I'm not offending anybody. Right. Uh, I need to be more informed on why it's important to come out on social media and say that you're gay. Um, because I personally feel on the outside looking in, uh, I, I can only imagine the things that these, you know, gay people go through when, people you know making 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 gay jokes and they have to be around it you know what i'm saying all all the time so i can understand that or um you know the the physical abuse too you know we know that that's that's a real thing um i guess if i were to be in a locker room and i was to see one of my teammates pull up and he's very friendly with another guy 
and you know they hug and they kiss and that's his partner i personally for me i would just be like shit oh shit well we got a game bro so hey what up what what up whatever your name is i'm dapping him up too you know that's just me uh but i know there's many other people out there who are not like that and might (laughs) separate themselves from him um and I think that part needs to be addressed, but I don't, I guess I just don't understand the importance of coming out on social media and saying, Hey, I just want to let the world know that this is going on in my home. Cause like to me, to me, that's your home. That's your home. And that's who you love. So, so I got a couple, um, I guess I just I got, need to be got, more educated. So I got the answer for you from a couple uh commentators who spoke okay. on that. So the reason I don't know why Nasib did it, but the reason why they felt like he did do it is because social media reaches the masses. Right. So like a lot of people who are around Carl might know that he's gay. Right. And they might not care. But if you see it on social media that, hey, this person is in the NFL right now and he's gay, that will affect maybe a middle schooler or a high schooler who says, okay, there is somebody out there like me and I can make it to the NFL. So it's okay. to give them more motivation of saying, I can be who I, whoever I am and I can make it to the top of whatever profession I'm in. So that was kind of the point. Okay, uh, now see, I, I do understand that. Right. I do right. understand that. But shout well, out to him. Well, yeah, again, shout out to him. And anybody else who want to come out, hey, do do you. And you know? be good. I don't care if you gay, bro. If you that's, ass, get off the court. Get off the that's, field. That's, that's if you it. straight, if you straight, if you a virgin, be good at what you, uh, whatever it is. AC Green, could he rebound? Shit, if, let's if go. Black, white, I don't care about none of that. <laughs> Are you it, good? That's how I, that's, that's how I feel, bro. But if you ass... If you ask, get him off, bro. Get him off the court. Get him hey, off the field, that's, bro. That's so, all. So, so I, good luck I, to him. It's gonna be it's gonna be all eyes on him. Now that's what I'm saying. So now it's gonna be all eyes out there because if he yeah. get cut, it's gonna be oh yeah, he, yeah. you know he he got cut because of this. Right. No, he got cut because uh, he yeah, had no negative tackles. seven yeah. <laughs> negative seven tackles, bro. He gave up seven touchdowns, my guy. Yeah. So, so, so uh, let's stick on that subject, uh, uh, kinda anyway. Uh, there was also breaking news uh, a couple days ago. Uh, <clears throat> her name is Cece Telfair, I believe is how you uh, say her last name. Um, are you familiar with that name? I am not. Enlighten okay. me. Okay. She's a transgender runner. Okay. Yeah. I heard about her being denied to the Olympics, right? Right. Okay. I 100% agree with it. I 200 percent agree. All right, <laughs> yeah. so we ain't got to really talk about this. Well, I mean, the listeners I, might not. Know. I mean, I, I I'm just saying, I totally. Uh, and I had this, I had this whole discussion with my wife about this, bro. Like a whole discussion, and she 100 percent agrees that you know she shouldn't be able to run any as well in you know against other women. You know it, it doesn't. It just don't. It don't make sense. I mean, you know, these are women who were born and went all through life as a woman and you transitioned into a woman, which is great because that's what you want to do. And that's who you want to be. That's how you identify as, but you, 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 you transitioned into that. You were not born that way. So, you know, that, that was just my whole take on it, man. So the anatomy of it though, bro, it's men and women are men are faster than women because of their hips. Their hips mm-hmm. are built different than women. 
women's hips are built for obviously like childbirth, right? Like it's just different. Like we're built different. So we're going to be faster 10 out of 10 times than, than females. Right. So if she's born with these, uh, I'm, I don't even going to say it's a gift. I mean, cause I don't think being faster is a gift, but if, if she's born built different, yes, she's changes on the out appearance, but she was born a man. So if she has to race against women, she's already given an advantage. If you right. look at the fastest woman, just now ran a 10.9 and a hundred meter dash. She's the fastest woman world record. Right. DJ. I ran a 10, nine in high school. Mm. High school, my guy. And I wasn't the fast. I was the seventh fastest person in Illinois at that time. And I ran a 10, nine. I was the seventh fastest. This, last week, the fastest woman in the world ever ran a 10, nine or 10, eight. You get what I'm saying? So that's unfair. Yeah. So that's that's not giving the other women a chance to be good because it's kind of like already introducing steroids into that situation. It's unfair. It is. And I agree. It be unfair. Okay, now what if you had a woman transition to a man? You think you're going to put her out there? You think she's going to qualify to to run against the men? Uh, more, no. more than likely, no. Hell no. <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. So come on, bro. Like, I understand the... Uh, you know, let people live live who they are, and I understand that. But when it comes to races and stuff like that, not not you know, not a physical race like a hundred, two hundred meter dash, shot right. put, all the other stuff. Come on, man, you can't do that. That's not fair to the other women out there. So, yeah, I'm man. with you. I agree. Um, what else is going on out there, man? What else? Since we are on sports, uh... I got one more thing with sports too. Okay, so. Um, I really don't like Jordan. I never have, and I probably never will. I like his attitude, Michael Jordan I'm talking about. I like his attitude on how he played the game, but I really just wasn't never a Jordan fan. You have to watch You have to ha- watch a Saturday, the clip from Saturday Night Live from like a month ago. Uh-huh. It's with Michael Keegan, uh-huh. and he's playing the scene of Michael Jordan and a uh, dude with the curly hair from The Last Dance. Uh, curly hair and uh, oh yeah, yeah they throwing quarters. Yeah, they were throwing yeah. quarters. They he do died. a scene on there, bro, mm-hmm. and it's hilarious. It's probably one of the funniest scenes I ever seen on Saturday Night Live, bro. Yeah, I gotta watch it's, that. It is, it is, it is hilarious, <laughs> dog. Yeah, and they're, they're playing, they're playing quarters, and he said, <laughs> "It's just one part." I just tell you without without breaking it all. It's uh-huh. just one part. He said, he said, it it, it wasn't just a shoulder shrug. It, it was the it was the second shrug that I took personally. Yeah, you gotta watch yeah. it, bro. It's hilarious. Um, but Michael anyway, Jordan go ahead. Has always intrigued me. I just was never a fan. I, just because I'm always the opposite of what people like and what people right. follow. So that's just me. I agree. But anyway, um, I really hate that kids in the inner cities get murdered over his shoes every day. And it's like right. he knows the situation, but he's not fixing it. He doesn't give a fuck, right? So that that kind of bothers me. And I say all that to say he finally did something that I applauded. So mm-hmm. this week, um, Jordan Brand is giving 11 WNBA black players a campaign. And so mm-hmm. I was yep. I was very excited about that. Um, I don't know if all of them are black. I saw some of the, the pictures. Most of them were black. But e- either yeah, way. it was 11. They were all black. Ele- okay. So, but either way highlighting WNBA, giving them more light. Um, and it was not just one person, right? You know, like right. a Candace Parker or somebody who's obvious. No, he picked 11 
um, and it's going to give them their own campaign. So I really appreciate that Jordan, in my eyes, did something that I could have real. So that's dope, bro. <clears throat> that's very dope. Um, yeah. I was the same way with Jordan, though. Um, <clears throat> I was I was always against uh, the Bulls, bro. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. What, I mean, you know, I, I I love his attitude towards the, the game of basketball, like pushing yourself to be, you know, the best that you can be. But it was always like his his attitude as far as um, when the game is over. You just never saw him. You know what I'm saying? Like you never saw him. You never heard anything. And, you know, just little stuff like that. So yeah. I was always I was always different. So um, let's see. Uh, where else we at? So man, you or we need to just go ahead and skip on to the weekend, bro. Okay, because this was in. a gr- this was a good one. It's it a good weekend. First of all, last night was phenomenal, bro. Mm-hmm. Javante Tank Davis versus um oh god, I can't remember uh, Bor- Boras. Um, is Mario Boras? Um, I was excited for this fight. I think on. I wasn't going to order it, um, but on, I think it was, uh, I think it was Thursday, me and my son, we was watching a boxing match on ESPN and, uh, it was a pretty good one. I can't remember who were fighting, but they were like newer, newer boxers. And, you know, me and you, we watched, um, when we had, uh, when we watched the Tyson fight, my right, son Tyson was into it, you know what I'm saying? Roy Jones, yeah. he was into it. So then we watched like a show on Showtime. They do like a 30, 45 minute documentary on, you know, the fighters mm-hmm. who Mario Borez is and who Javante Tank Davis is and what's actually happening in, in the fight. What, what is the build of the fight? What is actually going on? Well, Tank is going up against somebody, not one, but two weight classes ahead of him, bro. Mm. And he's six inches taller than him. Jesus. So this is so it's a major move up, but he's following in the footsteps of Floyd Mayweather, who also uh did a fight like this before, too. So um it it the storyline was just that. This dude is bigger, he's fast, he's strong, and you gotta move up two classes just to fight this dude, and he's the champion. Mm-hmm. So it was a big deal. So, so I, we watched that. My son was all into it. I said, "We're gonna order it, man. It's cool. We're gonna do it." I'm thinking this would be shit, forty five dollars, fifty dollars. I was like, "All right, if it's fifty, you know, that's cool, man. We get some pizza, some wings, or something. Have a night. We just gonna have a good time, right?" Woke up Saturday. That shit says seventy five dollars. What? That's what I said. Come on, bro. I said, I said, look, man. Come I on. said, we just go catch the highlights, all right? Yeah, <laughs> come on, bro. He said, he said, all right, yeah. He, and then he looked on his phone and he was like, yeah, it does say seventy five. I could tell it was like a little bit of disappointment because we've been watching the build up. I said, man, let's just go ahead and just do it, bro. We just do it. Fuck it, why not? So we do it. Uh, we're watching the undercards. Uh, it was only one. Allowance. You know, you feel me? <laughs> it was only one. Uh, I'm waiting on one of his teeth to fall out so he could pay me. Yeah, twenty five dollars. He facts. he needed. He thirteen. I'm waiting on a facts. tooth to fall out from him. <laughs> How about that. Anyway, so um, the first match wasn't very good. Um, that one guy was older than the other one, and um, he's on his last legs. It was just an all around bad fight. Second fight was better. 
And then the third flight was was excellent, which so we saw two knockouts, you know, um, which was which was really good uh, and dope. So then finally, the fight comes out. There's nothing. Maybe maybe the Super Bowl, bro. Maybe the Super Bowl intros to mm-hmm. me, it is in my uh, personal opinion. Mm-hmm. Maybe the Super Bowl intro. There is nothing to me. That's better than the main event of a boxing match, bro. No, nothing. You're talking the about the intros the, or the just intros. in general? Yeah, the yeah, intros. Yeah. What about wrestling? Like, like WrestleMania mm, intros? You don't think so? No, it don't okay. hit. It don't hit like this, you okay. know. Because I got you. Like they cut the lights out. They cut the lights out. They right. shine it down, and then you you know the backstory of the boxer. So right. like one dude is coming out, and he's coming out with the Aztec. He's known as the Aztec warrior. So he's coming out with the Aztecs and all this stuff. They're coming out with their outfits and stuff on. Now, mind you, now he's getting introduced and he's getting booed because they're in Atlanta. And Javante Davis is being that he's from Baltimore. His second home is Atlanta. So it was here. Yeah. Damn, bro. I'm missing out, man. Yeah, bro. So a PGA um, tour here uh, yesterday, too. I'm man, really I need, I need I to get know. out. It was, it was packed. But anyway, I'm sorry. Yeah, so um, so he comes out, he gets in the ring, and I'm looking at this dude, and I'm like, man, this ain't going to be good for Tank, bro. <laughs> it's not going to be good. Like, I want him to win, but it's not going to be good. So then, of course, uh, Tank comes out. Little Baby is bringing him out. Um, He's, you know, coming to the ring. And then when they come to the ring, they come to the ring slow, and it's a long-ass walk, bro. It's like the WrestleMania walk walkway, you know what I'm saying, long. So he gets in the ring. I'm looking at this midget, bro. I said, this shit ain't good, bro. This is not good at all. So, you know, when they when the when the guy grabs the mic and he said, it's showtime. We me and my son hopped up, bro. Yeah. We hopped up. We like, let's go. So first round, tank is losing, bro. It's not yeah. good. Second round, he's losing. It's not good. Third round, he's losing. It's not good. Uh oh. Fourth round, he's losing badly, and it's not looking good. <laughs> and so, uh, through through the rounds, uh, you see his trainer talking to him and everything, and then you see Floyd Mayweather walk over there, and he's like, he cuts the trainer off, and he was like, "Hey, they got you down in the undercards." You, he was like, "I'm down." He was like, "I'm down." He was like, "You down in the undercards, unofficial." The under, I right, mean, right, unofficial, right. I unofficial. Yeah. And he was like, "You know what you got to do? You down?" He was like, "You want me to keep it real with you, or you want me to bullshit? What you want? Which yeah. one you want?" Yeah. He turned around. He looked at him. I, I said, "Man, if he don't do nothing right here with that motivation, you know what I'm saying? If he don't do nothing right here, this shit gonna be over, bro." This dude started unloading. Really? Unloading, bro. Knocked dude down three times, bro. That's crazy. Between uh the fifth and the seventh round. And um he was hitting this dude with like some power punches, bro. Like to the like body punches. Like, you know, he's getting it. Like I said, dude is six inches taller than him, but he's finally getting in. Cause at first uh boris was keeping him you know on the outside right, with the right, jab you know right, once yeah. he got in and tank started coming forward it was nothing dude could do and he was just hitting him with body shots body to the head and then finally it was just a knockout bro That's it was like it movie. was it was it was like a movie this shit was great man um 
phenomenal fight. And shout out to Boris, bro, because he kept getting up, bro. I was like, this dude will not stay down. Like, he kept getting up. So that was probably one of the best fights I think I've ever seen, actually. Okay. Um, it was extremely good. And even though, like, Boris uh, was getting knocked down, he kept getting up. But then also he was landing shots. So everybody in the arena was standing on their feet because you didn't know which way this was going to go. You know what I'm saying? But, um, yeah, I, I so I like that Floyd did that. But on the, on one hand, I I didn't like I I liked it, but I didn't like it because that's what your corner is supposed to do, right? Like that's what your your trainer is supposed to do. But I feel like Floyd came in like three times and was talking to him, like he was t- the trainer, you know. And I was like, man, Floyd kind of doing too much. He might might be putting too much pressure or whatever the case may be. But um, whatever he did, whatever he said, it worked. So. Right. Okay. You know, Tank won, so shout out to him. So he's now the champion in that division. In two different classes or no? In two different classes, yeah. Okay. So next one he wants to fight uh, is Ryan Garcia, who is a phenomenal fighter. So that would be one for the um for the ages, too. And one last thing on boxing, Deontay Wilder and Tyson Fury is fighting on the 27th of July. This will be uh, the, the trilogy. 27th or 24th? One of them. Yeah, I, think, I don't know. I thought it was 24. Uh, maybe it could, it could be. Rap. Okay. It could be. Yeah, I'm um, ready for that. I'm ready for either, that. Either way, this the trilogy, and uh, the winner should fight um, Anthony Joshua. So we'll see what happens. I don't understand how Anthony Joshua one. gets the, the winner. Because he's the champion. He's not, though. I mean, he's not, but he is. He's not. <laughs> <laughs> he holds it. He holds the belt. He's been ducking for years, though, bro. And he just lost to that one guy. The, yeah, but then he guy. won. Yeah, but man, come on, bro. He ain't a champion. Tyson Fury's a champ, bro. I now that he he a beast, bro. He a beast. And definitely Deontay beast. Walter a beast, bro. He was undefeated till he lost. So yeah, so I like and it, man. Yeah. So yeah, that was that was that. And then um, I I had to get caught up on something, bro. Mm-hmm. I said I said hey, let me see what's going on. Let me take a little peek over here at this Soldier Boy and. Excuse me, this big Draco. Big Draco. Bow wow. Did you have a chance to uh to to peek on the battle? I did. So um I was excited about this battle. Okay. The reason this I was who excited, this who we grew up this on. This is bro. who we grew up on. I, I was yeah. I, so to the listeners out there, I went to college from 05 to 2010. I think that we is, had some of the greatest music back that is then, the bro. Prime Soldier Boy Internet era. Yeah, because you got. I'm talking about just like music and gym, like we had the 50 cents, the dip sets, the little Wayne, know, the no ceiling, all of that, bro. Dance all music, of that D4L, that. you had uh, yeah. jerking, you had all this stuff, bro. So all that shit, bro. Um, Harlem shaking, all this shit, all the dance so it was pop- like it was all 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 the different types. So you had the gangster music and you had right. the da- the bopping music, the dancing right. music, the all internet, that. Internet was yep. flourishing. The yep. iPhone was first released like what was that 06, 07, You know what I'm saying? So this is yeah. prime time of the world is changing. And yeah. that's when I was in college, right? Mm-hmm. So Soldier Boy, he was the leader of that, in my opinion. Every It feels like every other week he had a new song out that was a new dance or whatever. And Superman was out anyway. So every club you went to, they had to play that. And guess what? Everybody in the club, to the bartenders, to the security people, to the people on the floor, 
was dancing to that. No matter how old it you don't was, matter. bro. Everybody was doing it. This is when Oprah and and uh what's your boy? Oprah and um Tom Cruise when they was doing the yeah. shit or, or yeah. they was doing the young jock and all that stuff. This is the uh-huh. same time. <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm taking y'all back, bro. So um I was very excited. Now, Bow Wow, <clears throat> he always to me made better music than Soldier Boy. I think right. I had to be in the club to listen to Soldier Boy. But no matter where I was at, I could find a Bow Wow song that I liked. Um, Out of My System is still one of my favorite songs with him and T-Pain, man. Especially yeah, the videos. Yeah. This was when uh, 106 and Park was popping. Uh, yeah. TRL was still around. So he to, to doing videos, Bow Wow had it. So to see them two go at it, I was very excited. Now, watching this fuckery yesterday, bro. <laughs> I say all that to say this, watching them two out there, first off, Bow Wow looks like he's 200 pounds, and he's only 5'2". <laughs> Keep in mind, I just saw him in Fast 9 for 30 seconds, and I'm just shaking my head, bro. Like, how did he get to Fast 9, bro? How did he make it to Fast 9? It's not hating. It's just like, I'm just like, I just don't get it. And Soldier Boy smoked the same blunt for two hours. <laughs> I don't I've never smoked in my life, so I don't understand it. But watching this man spark the same thing and unlimited smoke come out of it, I don't get how that's possible. And Snoop don't even heard, smoke. Snoop, yeah. Snoop would have had 60 blunts by the death. I don't understand it. I, I so I don't understand that, right? <laughs> so them two were acting, even though they're they're good friends, right? But they were selling the fight. Like, they were acting like they didn't like each other. So me, that's what intrigues me. You know, the battle rap side. I love that shit, right? So when they talking uh, crap back and forth, Bow Wow like, man, you ain't never had a song with this person, this person, right? And he out there doing, he brought out 50 people. He brought out, yeah, um, yeah. he brought out a little Romeo. He brought out a Marion. He brought out um, uh, Three Six Mafia. All of them, yeah. right? So he had more people to over uh, flood Soldier Boy, but right. Soldier Boy did the silliest shit ever, bro. He said the silliest shit. He, I said, he said, "Yeah, but you ain't never had a song with Drake." And so he plays him and Drake's song for seven minutes, <laughs> all Drake verse. And did you Soulja see Drake comment? comment? Did you see no, Drake no, comment? Hold on, hold on. Yeah, yeah. Tell me what he said after this. <laughs> he said Drake. Drake, that's a bro. <laughs> bro, Soldier Boy played him and Drake's song for seven minutes, and Soldier Boy didn't rap one time. <laughs> he said, Soldier, and let Drake rap. And he said, Soldier. Little Bow Wow's like, bro, you're not even rapping, dog. He was like, what am I sitting here for? <laughs> to me, that was the start. That was the part of the night. So, what was your take on this, man? <laughs> well, first of all, <laughs> Soldier Boy plays "She Make It Clap" seven times. Facts. <laughs> Bow Wow laid on the ground, and he said, "What the fuck am I doing here?" <laughs> He said, you still playing old shit. Yeah. And she make it clap, clap, yeah. clap, clap, clap. Then Bow Wow play a song, and he be like, see, that's your problem. You playing old shit. And she make it clap, 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 clap. I need soldiers a hype man, bro. I need he said, he said, He said, you got academics and, he said, you got academics 
and you got DJ Charisma over here. And academics ain't even a DJ. <laughs> he, said, he said his name is DJ Academics. <laughs> he said just because you got a DJ in your name don't mean you a <laughs> DJ nigga. <laughs> <laughs> that was so funny. And the, and the other hilarious part was before Bow Wow played a record, he played a song with um with Soldier talking to somebody on the internet where he was just going off right he was just like he was like i'm not bow wow nigga i went i went to public schools i ain't go to private school and then soldier was like i did he was like i really shot niggas he said i did (laughs) yeah he said why are you so mad (laughs) so that was a very very entertaining um it was for the millennials for sure app 100 100 it was hilarious man it was hilarious because at one point it's like is this a real battle like a, a battle rap because it looked like y'all finna fight then it looked like y'all saluting each other it looked like y'all finna fight again yeah i love it oh god it was so funny but um uh, title usually to listeners out there title usually puts the songs that they completed on yep. every verses together uh the next day so it should be out and you can go listen to all 20 21 tracks um mm-hmm. uh th- from the verses so i know title does that i don't know if any other streaming platforms does i don't i don't know about spotify i've never seen like it on that. anything else i just tunes, just title. For sure title though title completes it so yeah i love um it. uh let's see we uh we got some other stuff that happened too, man. Okay. Uh, play this for you. Beyonce <laughs> fucking with her because she see money. Beyonce ain't trying to give back the music and nothing. Beyonce don't write music and Betty can sing her motherfuckers. So Beyonce can't sing. I don't like Beyonce. Okay. She definitely can't I don't sing. know why they be thinking she can sing. They just man, I watched my god, I'm going to train Beyonce give up vocal lessons all her career, man. Beyonce can't go. All she do is holler. Beyonce is to R&B what Jay-Z is to New York. That's why they're together. That's why they're together. Jay-Z ain't never won the, the greatest rapper alive. Whoever whoever put him on a, a level of that. New York lost yeah. Biggie. They needed a hero. They wanted to be the mega of, of, of hip-hop, and they just handed it over to Jay-Z. Jay-Z bought the motherfucking song after the bitch got beat. Mm. That's UGK's song, man. Yeah, uh, that ain't, ain't nothing about that record. It's no East Coast New York record. Nothing about nothing. that. Nothing. And what? Man, and then, and then at that time, Bit what bigger. East Coast nigga came and got a nigga yeah. from the South to do a record with him, man? Right. <clears throat> Tonio, take it away. That was Trick Daddy. Take it away, Antonio. Uh, so, <laughs> so first off, Jay Z. No, 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 don't do that. Don't do it. 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 I I can only comment on the Beyonce part. Um, I I can't agree with him. I I need him to elaborate more because yes, there's better singers out there, but to say she cannot sing is is asinine um to say she doesn't write her own music is halfway asinine because half 90 of these people don't write their own music 
So you can't change the goalposts for her, but not keep it that same energy for other people. Um, so that's the Beyonce part. I will never in life accept any Jay-Z slander from anyone. This man just said he's not the best rapper alive. Okay, well, who's better? And you better not say you, Trick Daddy, right? Like, like come on, bro. You better never say you. Or he's going to probably say somebody from uh, New Orleans. or No, he's from Miami, right? Where's he from? Miami, Miami? Yeah. Okay. So, uh, I mean, I think Rick Ross would say Jay-Z's better. Uh, but that's just my opinion. Um, what did he say? He said uh, Big Pimpin. Yeah, he's talking about Big Pimpin. He said that's when people known him? Or what did he say? He's saying that Jay-Z bought that song after it got popular. So... So wasn't why, nobody wasn't nobody from the East Coast really rocking with anybody from the South? Um, and then the story behind that is UGK didn't even want to get on that right. uh on that song at all. They didn't they didn't like it, but they did it. And Jay-Z ended up buying the song after it popped off. So he's saying that the, basically he had to go down to the South to get the song. So that you know that doesn't Okay, so, but what does that mean, though? I don't get what that's I'm going to tell you right now what it means. I'm going to tell you right now. Okay, go ahead. All right. That means from episode 99 of the A-Square podcast, Jay-Z has 48 hours to respond to Trick Daddy. No, don't do that. 48 hours to respond. Because number one, he told you your wife can't sing. That's number one. Then he said, you ain't the king. You got... 20 no I, I, i'm taking it i'm taking it there i said 48 i'm gonna give them 24 hours to respond bro you got 24 hours to respond to trick daddy bro jay-z and he don't know that he don't know that nigga spit that shit oh you don't know that nigga that'll represent like me who will say some shit like me one who lay the dick like me but you don't know he don't know nan bro so he got 24 hours to respond and on top of that he only in love the kids like trick 24 hours to respond or jay-z and beyonce ain't the king and she can't sing i wish this was a visual podcast just know i was asleep when you was just playing that shit no bro. you was wide awake bro don't I will never 20, 24, 24 hours. Slander. So 24 all, hours. He said Jay-Z bought the song. What is what if he didn't buy the song? Jay-Z still gonna be Jay-Z. Like he bro, said what he said. Like that don't even make sense. He said what he said, bro. Yeah, and he's a and he's a crack cocaine person too. He's a crackhead. Hey, he he now there's a story behind that now. What that he's a crackhead? No. All right. He has uh he has lupus and all this other shit. He has lupus, right. and that helps and with, ter- with Tourette's. It. I think so. And 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 foolishness. No. And Alzheimer's. No. Yeah, he got all He's that spitting shit. Spitting facts. Nah, bro, don't do He's that. Spitting facts. <clears throat> Twenty four hours from the A Square ninety nine podcast. No, it's not. Bro. No, that's from the A Single podcast. No, no. It's from the A no, Square podcast. Jay Z no. don't know Nan nigga, and yeah. he don't love the kids like Trick. You know Trick love the kids. I bet he do. Yeah. So let's go. 24 hours to respond. His favorite holiday is Halloween and shit. Well, fuck out of here, boy. (laughs) 
never in life take Jay-Z slander, bro. That don't even uh, make sense. Like, I don't even get that. Uh, yeah. Let's move on to the next thing because that don't even make sense. 24 I'm, I'm hours. Lost. I'm lost, man. Clippers lost last night. Kawhi was in the stands, <clears throat> was in the uh, suites. Um, they cut to him um, as the Clippers were doing their thing. They was cooking. The crowd was hot. The camera cut to him, and he had a dead silent look on his face. Like, I number one, I don't want to be here. I hate this organization, and I want out. That's how he was looking. Yeah. So um, the Clippers lost. They are now uh, down three games to one. To the Suns. Um, what do you think? I mean. And it was a very low-scoring game. Um, no. But uh, it was, it from the highlights and everything. Not because of it, defense. It was because everybody was missing shots. Terrible. Okay. Terrible. I watched the game. Everybody had over 15 rebounds. Everybody. Mm. Like the, the coach had 15 rebounds. It was so <laughs> many misses in that game. For real, look at the stat line, bro. You had about seven people have like over 10 to 15 rebounds. It's because it was so many misses in that game, bro. It was bad. So that's why it was low score, not because of defense. But so let me ask you this. Game. What's up? If you were an NBA uh, GM, owner, uh, whatever, um, would you want Kawhi Leonard on your team? Yeah, but I would have to do him in um, one to two year increments, though, because I think he's only valuable when he's mentally and physically there. So, somebody like a Patrick Mahomes could sign a ten year deal, and you know that that organization is going to be set for a long ass time, barring injury. Right? Mm-hmm. For Kawhi, it has to be one or two years because number one, he's hurt all the time. Some, it's, I'm not going to say it's his fault. It's just his body. He's just hurt. He, play, he plays physical, too. But if he's not hurt, mentally, he has to be there. He's kind of like your boy Kyrie Irving. Kyrie Irving, I wouldn't do a long-term deal. I would do a year, two years like him, too. So it's kind of like lightning in a, in a pan, a flash in a pan. Like, you have to strike those year, two-year plan. Kind of like college, like how Duke, North Carolina, Kentucky does all those freshmen Freshmen and sophomores, right. right? We have to win now because guess what? They're gonna be going to the NBA the next year, so we have to win now. And that's how I would approach those specific type of players. I, I would not want him on my team. Okay. Um, number one, I I do I like people on my team that are motivators, um, and and. And lead in different ways than Kawhi. I'm not going to say that Kawhi is not a leader. I'm saying that I'd rather somebody have a Rajon Rondo leader mentality with um, with uh, Devin Booker uh, skill level or whatever the case may be than have somebody like uh, Kawhi that he don't even speak to his teammates. You know, it's... Um, it's it's very odd. Uh, there was a there was a, a clip a long time ago, not a long time ago, just a few years ago, several years ago, where Kawhi was on the Raptors and they went on like a seven, I think a seven zero run or eight zero run or something like that, and his teammates were giving high fives and he was walking to the bench and he just walked past like three people with left their hands in the air and then just sat down. Like I don't <laughs> like that shit. Right. I don't like I don't I don't I don't like that and I don't want that that to me is like cancer, bro. Right. 
It because because you don't know everybody else's mentality on that team. They might need that motivation. They might need you to pick them up. You know, uh, you might be a great player, but I like people. If you're gonna be that great, I need you to be a great a great leader as well and motivator. I just thought about this. You said he was in the skybox. They in L.A. Why is he not on the bench? And that's and that's another thing. And so I was hearing people. I was reading on Twitter, and they were saying like, uh, "Well, if he was on the bench and the ball came rolling down that way, no, and, and something and somebody no. fell on him, he already he, he, he already would hurt. hurt." No, he I'm already like, hurt. I was like, "That's bullshit." That so, is bullshit. And, but then I think. But then let me say this on the other side: What the fuck would you want him on the bench for anyway? He ain't gonna talk to nobody. He's not gonna be. He's not gonna I mean, motivate anybody. He probably wouldn't even stand, bro. If they went on a fifteen zero run, he would probably not even stand up and give anybody high fives, bro. That's true too. So what? What is the point? You know, and he's up there in the skybox. You know where? All right, let's say if LeBron was hurt, he would be on the bench with his team. He's coaching at a hundred percent, jumping around, high, yeah, calling timeouts. A hundred, a hundred percent. Like that's, but that's the type of person. That's that's the motivator, like type of people I like. You would never, you would have never saw Kobe sitting in the skybox, bro. I don't get that. I don't either. And let's go. Let's take the thing a step further. Any other player gets injured, right? Let's take KD. Let's take LeBron. They get injured. Information would come out about the injury we would know we would know something we would say hey i bet he's um you know he tore his achilles or he tore his acl or right. he tore grade something two. okay yeah, grade two sprain yeah so grade two sprain whatever it is okay so if he's inactive and he's done for the season he would go get surgery and then be down there on the court with his team you know uh motivating them any way that they can and start the the healing process and the rehab process to getting back on the court for the next year, right? Danny Green be rolling out there with a goddamn um boot on in a in a cart. A hundred percent, bro. Danny Green be out there every game. But yet we don't know any this is how much power he has in the organization. He there's no information out about this. And I'm sick of seeing the excuses that I'll be reading with them saying that, well, if he was to come out and say that he was hurt, that would mess up the team and it would it would affect the team. Uh no, they ain't gonna affect the team. They losing anyway. <laughs> and, and they still have uh Paul George. So that would say, okay, Kawhi. Toward this, he's not playing this this series at all. This is not day to day. This is not day to day. So now you got to step up and and take us to the promised land, or or not. You know, whatever the whatever is going to be is going to be. But this is this is it's too much unknown stuff. It's way too much unknown stuff. I didn't like what he did in San Antonio. He didn't want to be in uh, Toronto to begin with. Uh, he went and 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 him and his uncle or whatever went and demanded all this stuff from the uh, Clippers, and now you got this dude that's worth however many billions of dollars building a new arena and all this stuff, and you're taking advantage. To me, this is taking advantage of the organization because I don't believe any organization. I don't believe that they would just keep this silent. We've never seen that before, so why would I believe? 
that they would start now. You know, I, I can't believe this is the organization saying we just gonna keep it on the low. I don't believe that. So much, man. I don't know. So yeah, this that's that's the reason why I'm kind of like I'm not I'm not on it, man. I'm not on board. <clears throat> but you know what's funny is uh every few days I watch first take, bro. And like not the whole show, just clip on YouTube or whatever. And I don't even know why Max Kellerman is there, bro. At this point, I don't understand why he's there because he gets hoard. I call I like to call this hoard. He gets hoard in the words of, of of DJ Super. He gets hoard every episode. Every episode, he'll just be like. Well, first of all, Max Kellerman, coming from you, that's absolutely blasphemous. You don't know shit about the game of basketball, so you're so <laughs> just be going off. He'd be like, "You don't know shit about basketball, so coming from you, it's, it doesn't even matter." Having said all of that, I think you should stick to boxing because that's what you know. And then Molly will just be like, "Max, uh, how do you respond to that?" <laughs> It's like he's pointless of being there, bro. And he really doesn't know basketball, bro. He is very good at boxing, but he's he's very terrible. He his takes are very, very, very bad at yeah, basketball. Well, I, I like him though. It's, it, yes, I think that some of them are bad, but I like him. I don't know why. I don't know why, man. I, I be, like I, I like be, him like more I said, than Skip. I like him more than Skip. Skip is sick. Skip knows basketball through and through, but he's so biased that it, it's like it, it, it doesn't make sense. It doesn't make any so sense. So I'd rather take somebody who's not biased and just believe something and s- stays consistent. <clears throat> like Skip the is Lakers, so biased Lakers, that it, it affects his his outcomes yeah. and how he feels and even how he communicates with people. Go ahead. Yeah, you're right. I mean, shit, he could be uh, – <laughs> the Lakers been out since the first – uh, uh, series or whatnot, and he'd be like, uh, like it's like tomorrow is gonna come up. We are gonna be talking about the Clippers. He gonna be like, Lagon James isn't even in there. Like, bro, we're not even talking about that. What are you talking about? Like, Skip, you're getting divorced. He's like, <laughs> but LeBron can't make a free throw. <laughs> like, bro, what the fuck does that have to do with anything? Michael Jordan would never miss any free throws, and so they pull up the stats. Michael Jordan missed two million free throws. <laughs> But none of them were in the fourth quarter with 30 seconds left. Like, like what? Like, what are you talking about? We at, we said you're getting divorced, bro. Like, so I'd rather take Max over Skip any day, though. That's just me. But it's good for good TV either way. I, I feel you. I feel you. I feel you. Um, what else going on, homie? Uh, one other thing I got, man, is first Oh, Derek, 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 fuck boy. Fuck boy. Ooh. Got sentenced. Anyway, so... I'm going to talk boy, about what got sentenced. I'm going to talk about, bro. <laughs> First off, this is episode 99. It's, this seems kind of like surreal, man. That we made it through 99 episodes, bro. And That's what is it? 29 interviews, man. So appreciate all y'all being out there. Um, so one last thing I got is the lab results came back, bro. Okay. You clean? From, from Subway. You clean? Oh, I thought you was clean. I thought you were going to say you, you clean. <laughs> From Subway. Eat fresh? They did a study and they took the tuna sandwich and they ran a DNA test. And they said there is no DNA of of tuna in a tuna sandwich. You bullshitting. 
I said, oh shit, bro. So what the fuck is it? Nah, it's alien? I don't know. Ain't that you see, crazy? This is, this is what I be saying, bro. There's no tuna DNA in a tuna sandwich from Subway. And that's the one, that's the one sandwich I like. Yeah. Hey shit. Well, good luck. I, not no more. Now, now I gotta look at Jimmy John's again while he out here cutting <laughs> elephant heads off. <laughs> Jesus. Ain't that crazy, man? So it's I, interesting. It's we very, don't know and we don't know what's in none of this shit, bro. Nothing. If you ain't if you ain't got a farm and you ain't grow it or raise it, and that's kind of what I tell people too. Um a lot of people who don't like meat. Like because they, they say they don't know what they do to the animals, they kill them under stressful situations, or live them in poverty. Like they they do, they're bad to the animals, right? So they don't want that bad energy to come to them through meat. This is what some people say who eat meat. So I ask them, I say, so if you raised like a, a cow or a pig or a chicken or whatever, would you eat meat? Because then you know how it was raised and stuff like that. And some of them says, uh, I, I would think about it. And and that's that's kind of where we're at, that we don't know what the fuck we're putting in our bodies, bro, or right. what these chickens are giving to us. Um, I took my son to Buffalo Wild Wings the other day. He loves he loves like chicken and wings. Or not chicken, uh yeah, wings I was and pizza. Say, what the fuck? Chicken and wings. I'm sorry. Pizza and wings. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I was gonna say chicken wings, but I just said chicken and wings. Um, so took him to B dubs the other day, got him a uh he likes barbecue sauce, the honey barbecue wings. Those wings look like She-Hulk. Yeah, at Buffalo Wild Wild Wings, they are bigger, bro. But but like two years ago, it, it was like I got six wings, but it looked like two wings. Yeah. So I don't I don't know where these wings are coming from, or even if it's chicken or what they put pumping in these mugs, bro. So I don't know. It's just like you said, I don't know what's in this food, bro. Yeah, it's 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 um it, it's really interesting. Like, even when I go to the store and you see all this stuff, they're like, oh, this doesn't have any steroids in it. Oh, this doesn't have, this was farm raised. Uh, these were, you know, all this stuff. All that shit was, is, is marketing too. Because yep. some of those companies, they, they were always farm raised, but now they're putting it on there so that they can entice people to buy it more, like over whatever other brand of chicken that's out there. And some of those chicken breasts, bro, are bigger than the chickens <laughs> bigger than the chickens dog so it definitely is um interesting and i i've definitely been doing as much like research and stuff like that as i can uh because we didn't grow up knowing any of this stuff bro you eat what's on your plate that's 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 how we how we grew up but uh i know you cut out meat you know a long time ago and and um I've definitely been doing more research, uh, but yeah, it's crazy how they just how well, how all this stuff is going on. For you to tell me that this tuna sandwich isn't a tuna sandwich, but they can't tell me what the hell it is tuna DNA zero percent. Yeah, bro. And I'm looking like okay, a ten piece wing. Like, how much is that of one chicken? Is it? Yeah. Four pieces equal a chicken or everybody like go to Wingstop. Everybody get wings. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, are we really going through that many chickens daily? They, and, and there's a shortage of it. Uh, so I don't know. This is stuff to think about, bro. Yeah. Um, also, uh, we're sending our thoughts to everybody down there in Miami from the uh, building that uh, had to collapse. Yeah. Um, there's 
Was it a condo? I'm sorry? Was it a condo or what was yeah. it? Yeah. Yeah. There's still over 150 people unaccounted for. Jesus, bro. Ain't that crazy, man? Imagine you just sitting at your crib, dog. You chilling. And all of a sudden, everything just started falling. Can I make and, this? And, and 2018, in 2018, they were supposed to, um, they, they didn't uh, renew or something like, I, I can't remember exactly what it was, but they knew that the building was sinking. They knew the building was sinking and they was worried about other things. Can I make a suggestion? You can. To the listeners out there, if you live in New Orleans, if you live in Houston, if you live in Miami, move. Yeah, facts. I, I, uh, even parts of California. I don't think those cities are going to last long. Let's say 30, 40, 50 years. Those cities are going to be underwater, bro. Yep. We talked about it last episode. We did. But the shit's coming to fruition, though. Like, it ain't like we saying some shit like <laughs> two, two to 300 years from now. I'm talking about Antonio. in your lifetime that we're talking, not you, me and you, in our lifetime, one of those cities are not going to be there anymore, bro. Antonio. Yeah. There should never be a time where I go to a state. And they tell me that I can only get one glass of water. <laughs> there should never be a time where I walk into a hotel room and they say, minimize your shower to under a minute. Water shortage. That is what's happening in California. Crazy, man. That is, I mean, don't, is that not a, is that not a sign? Yeah. <laughs> is that not a sign? They're going to be underwater, man. And it's sad. Um, I don't know all the details, but it's, uh, what is it? Climate change? Is that, was that I the mean, full that, reason? That's what I think it is. It's just, it's too much on top of land. And then it, they're on top of water. Right. So the land is getting fucked from both ways. We're polluting the top of it, and then it's it's soiled underneath it. Right. So it's like it, it's just too heavy on top, on top of the land. And it's constantly moving in all these hurricanes. You got to think, a hurricane is damn near a tornado on water. So yes. if you take a piece of land and you constantly hit it with water over and over and over and over and over and over for years, it's going to be less paper, let's say less land because that dirt is getting uh, swept back into the ocean. So it's right. less and less and less. And that's what keeps happening, man. And, and, I, then, you, and then you got earthquakes in California, that's a, man. What? Yeah. I I don't know, bro, but I, I would, if you live in, and we got some listeners in Houston. We got some listeners in New Orleans. I don't know about Miami yet. And but. I know all these places are beautiful, man. Oh, like what? they are amazed. Go my visit. favorite place. Yes, absolutely, hundred percent. That that might help. Shit, <laughs> if some of you motherfuckers leave and just yeah. go chill, it might preserve it some, right? Yeah. Man, yeah. yeah. But um, I don't know. Uh, Y'all got to make some tough decisions, especially if you guys got houses out there or family, stuff like that. Make those decisions now, man, because you'd rather be prepared and then they give you that aid. So you got a week, and now you're being and forced then, to move. And then you're going to have to um, uh, either drive or, or, or fly, and them ticket prices going to be sky high, boy. And they all going to come to Atlanta. Shit, here we go. 
crazy. Here we go, man. <clears throat> well, that's all I got for today. Uh, again, this is episode 99 of 99. the A Podcast. Um, again, Jay Z got 24 hours to respond. Yeah. Or else he got to call Trick Daddy Zaddy, nope. baby. No, he don't. You got to call him Trick Zaddy. Nope. Don't do it. Jay-Z got to respond, bro. He has to say what he, he got to respond. Don't he got to put that. a disc record out, dog. No, he don't. He has to. No, he doesn't. He don't know now. <laughs> so, 24 hours uh, to Jay-Z. It's the A-Square Podcast, episode 99. Wolf's main beer care products. Uh, link in the de- description for that as well. And uh, Antonio, what do you always tell the people, bro? Move. <laughs> Please move, because this shit is getting real. <laughs> and when you move, real, you have to keep your shoes by your feet when you're moving. I don't care about your bed. I don't care about your your kids. I don't care about your clothes. I don't care about your luggage, your house. Make sure you got your shoes. That's it. That's all you need, bro. Everything else can be replaced, bro. But you got to keep your shoes by your feet, bro. That's it. You got to keep your shoes by your feet, man. And, uh, you know, this is just what we do on the A-Square Podcast, man. We give people 24 hours to respond. This is what we do. This is what we do. He got to spit a verse better than this. You, you ever feel heard me? Song cry? I don't. He don't know Nan. You ever heard Renegade? He don't know Nan. You ever heard Dead President? You, he don't. He don't no. love the kids. No, stop it, bro. You ever heard he Big Pippin? How about that? You ever heard Big Pippin? You ain't never. You ain't never in your life. You ever heard Black Had Out? somebody tell your wife she can't sing? <laughs> <laughs> bro, I bet when they heard that shit, they turned over and went back to sleep, bro. Like, <laughs> get the fuck out of here, bro. Stop it, bro. They was drunk and loud. I don't look, look. I don't know nothing about the beehive. I'm sure they out there. They they vicious. I don't care about he, none of them. And, and he I'm put the, and, I'm the and, hove hive. And she Stop put it. and they her fans put all them bees out there. Yeah. And his response to it, he said, "I love how y'all protect y'all y'all queen. I love that energy. But I grew up with roaches, so <laughs> that he said that shit don't mean nothing I, to me. I did too. So that don't mean sh- I don't. I don't even get that reference. That doesn't make sense." <laughs> I did too. That don't mean that doesn't mean shit. What if what if trick daddy said keep your shoes by your feet? Uh, bro? I'm suing them. What you mean? <laughs> the fuck? Hey man, it's the A Square Podcast, y'all. We out of here. Peace. <laughs>